Hello, and welcome back to another enlightening episode of the Skellington Grin Podcast. I'm your host, Alice B. Skellinger, and on this episode, we're diving into the fascinating phenomenon of synchronicity, a phenomenon that we've all experienced at one point or another, whether or not we recognize it. If you're wondering why I'm recording so softly, it is because my partner is in the other room sleeping while I am in my workspace recording, publishing, uploading, and editing content. Synchronicity, as described by renowned Swiss psychologist Carl Jung, is a concept that suggests that there is more to the universe than meets the eye. It is about meaningful coincidences, moments when the threads of our lives seem to weave together in ways that defy probability and chance. In this episode, we'll be exploring the concept of synchronicity, its origins, and how it connects us to the world, the universe, and even our own consciousness and subconscious desires. Without further ado, let's dive right in. Hey there, friends. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to share with you something that I've discovered recently on my health and wellness journey. As a crucial part of this journey, I've been reevaluating my relationship with coffee, and it's been quite an eye opener. I used to wake up every morning eager for that first cup, even going to my local Starbucks or another coffee shop to get my fix if I didn't have the time to make it at home. Recently, though, regular coffee has had me dealing with a laundry list of issues, including increased migraines, pesky bloating, and heightened anxiety, with and without the fixings. Not to mention there was always the dreaded midday crash and the caffeine withdrawal from not having enough coffee. I knew I needed to make a change, and that's when I heard about mushroom coffee. I was intrigued, but also extremely skeptical and overwhelmed by the sheer number of options out there. That's when I stumbled upon Rise Superfoods. I took the leap and ordered their coffee, and the results have been nothing short of amazing since. Since incorporating Rise into my daily routine, I've experienced a significant improvement in my mood and focus, and my gut is much happier due to less irritation and bloating. The makeup of Rise Superfoods is a unique blend of organic Arabica coffee and six different mushrooms, each one offering its own set of incredible benefits. There's cordyceps for stamina, lion's mane for focus, reishi for stress, turkey tail for gut health, shiitake for immunity, and king trumpet for fighting oxidative stress. And it's 100% vegan for all of my plant-based and vegan friends out there. I like to enjoy mine every day with my favorite plant milk and a little bit of Splenda. But you don't have to take my word for it. If you want to experience the magic of Rise Superfoods for yourself, you can enjoy a fantastic 15% off by using coupon code SKELLINGTONGRIN at checkout. They also have a matcha blend for those of you who would prefer that. Simply go to risesuperfoods.com to get started today. That's R-Y-Z-E superfoods.com. Thanks again to Rise for helping me discover this incredible wellness solution. So to begin, let's define synchronicity. As I mentioned earlier, the concept was introduced by Carl Jung in the 20th century when he was studying and observing and practicing psychology. 
He discovered this concept and described it as a meaningful coincidence of two or more events where something other than the probability of chance is involved. Essentially, what synchronicity is, is moments when the universe seems to be sending us a message, whether or not there is a probable chance that that thing is going to happen. And it usually winds up being this kind of out of the blue experience. And the more spiritually attuned we are, excuse me, the more spiritually attuned we are, the more able we are to receive that message and receive that synchronicity. Now that we have this definition in mind, let's explore some real life examples of synchronicity that many of us can relate to, because it's fascinating how these instances can occur in everyday life. The first example that I want to talk about is the long lost friend who calls you just as you were thinking about them. And maybe they're not completely long lost, maybe you've been friends for years, but you simply don't have as close of a relationship as maybe you used to. Maybe it's been a couple of years since you've actually been able to talk. Maybe it's been a couple of months, maybe it's only been about a year. In either case, you were thinking about them, you were casually reminiscing, and they just so happen to reach out to you, whether it's through a Facebook message or a phone call or a text message to meet up somewhere because they haven't seen you in a while. And they're just like, hey, oh my God, I've been thinking about you too. Why don't we meet up and why don't we catch up and why don't we talk about what's been going on for the past however long? And we reconnect and you wind up having this really good time with this person, talking about your life, talking about where you are now, talking about the things that are going on in your life, talking about the changes you've made, talking about new jobs, new relationships, whatever it is that you have going on, and you reconnect with this person, and they wanted to reconnect with you as well. Another example that I have is recurring dreams that turn out to be premonitions of future events. Now this one's a little bit more esoteric, but hear me out, because this is something that I've had happen to me. One of the biggest examples that I can remember is seeing this house that I was in, and seeing certain things play out with the people that are in my life. And I've had that dream happen several times, several times, several times, several times, several times over. And it was funny because I didn't know what this house really was. And I didn't really know where it was, but it looked kind of like my house that I grew up in when I was a kid. And I've also had recurring dreams about the house that I did grow up in as a kid and maybe the symbolism of that. And it wound up being kind of this premonition of, okay, I'm going to have my own home where I will be able to do what it is that I want, but it's going to be a little bit as far as the style of the home, the structure of the home, it's going to be a little bit kind of like my childhood home. And the reason I like that idea is because I, in my childhood home, had this open concept floor plan 
where the kitchen connected to the living room through this open concept, but there was also this little nook off to the side of the kitchen where the dining table was, and it wasn't directly in the kitchen, kind of like it is now in my home now. But I see this house, and it looks a lot like the childhood home that I grew up in. There was tile floor in the living room, like this, um, oh, oh, I can't, I can't really describe the kind of tile, um, if, if I had a picture of it and I could show you guys in some way, shape, or form, then, then maybe I'd be able to kind of, like, show you, but, um, it had this unique kind of stonework looking tile in the living room, and then, of course, the tile in the kitchen, and then it had this little breakfast nook, then you go off out of the kitchen, and there's the hallway leading towards the bedrooms, and I liked that kind of hey, the bedrooms seemed a little bit more closed off and a little bit more private, but, like, the main entertainment rooms, like the kitchen and the living room, and we had a patio outside, were a little bit more connected and had this open concept, and I loved that. I loved that as a kid, and I still love that today. And... I have been looking kind of in the market to get a little bit of an idea because I know that one of my goals within the next six months to a year is to start saving up to be able to move. So I've had recurring dreams about that and I feel like I'm on the precipice of making that happen. The third example that I have for you is seeing repeating numbers. Now this is something that's a little less esoteric, but something that maybe some of you might be able to relate to. Have you ever looked at the clock at just the right time and you've seen 1111? Or you've seen 111? Or you've seen 222? Or 333, 444, 555, whatever it is, you've looked at the clock and you've seen repeating numbers. Or you've been out driving and you see repeating numbers like 444, 111, 222, all of those different things. And you look at that and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a repeating number. In that, you can also use anything repetitive, whether it's repeating numbers or it is seeing the same type of car multiple times. Or seeing two of something when you go out. Maybe you're driving and there are two um, Porsches in front of you that are the exact same color and look like the exact same make. They just have different license plates. Or you go out and you see two people wearing the exact same outfit or two people wearing the exact same color. Or especially if you're asking for signs that your manifestation is on the way, you might ask for signs like, if my manifestation is on the way, show me a red cardinal or show me a yellow car or show me a purple, um, oh my gosh, a purple banner or (laughs) I don't know. I blanked after I said the word purple, and purple is my favorite color. So I would choose to see something like purple or blue. But you ask for that sign, and then you start seeing it almost everywhere you go. 
that's an example of synchronicity. synchronicity is to define it as unity consciousness and unity consciousness is this idea that everything in the universe is interconnected and synchronicities serve as reminders of this interconnectedness another way that I've heard it defined is the concept in law of attraction and law of assumption that everything is you pushed out Everything and everyone is you pushed out. So everyone that you interact with is going to be a reflection of you and your journey and the energy that you wish to attract into your life. And everything, every experience that you have, every circumstance that comes up for you, every synchronicity and sign that you see, whether you're asking for it or not, is a reflection of you and your vibration and where you're and where you're aligned and where your state of consciousness is at in that present moment and i have kind of a yes and no on that so let me explain i spoke about veganism this morning and in the other episode and i spoke about my choice to go vegan and that was one of my synchronicities for the longest time is that i kept getting this little nudge go vegan Go vegan again. Go vegan again. Go vegan again. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Go vegan again. And like, I wasn't listening to that nudge. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, You know, I have been vegan before in my life, twice before. And the reason I say twice before is because I... I'm being, I'm being fully transparent here. I was a failed vegan. (laughs) Not that I couldn't embrace that lifestyle and not that I couldn't see the benefits of that lifestyle from the environmental benefits to the cost benefits for myself because yeah, a lot of people will say that veganism can be expensive, but that more encompasses some of the vegan alternatives to cheeses and meats out there. They can be a little bit costly, but When you're thinking about it in the grand scheme of things, meats are expensive. They're expensive to produce and they're expensive to get, especially certain cuts of meats. And even now, you know, things like eggs and chicken breast are ridiculously expensive sometimes. And I'm like, what the fuck (laughs) when I go to the grocery store? (laughs) And, um, so I thought about just all of these different things, the, the fact that I do want to reduce harm, I do want to reduce my carbon imprint, I do want to um, create more sustainability, and for me, going vegan is the right way to go. But I wasn't listening to that nudge for the longest time, even though I've been having it for almost a year to, to keep going back to being vegan. And I recently said, to my partner, I said, baby, fuck it. I keep having this nudge and I keep having this urge to go vegan again. And he goes, baby, I fully support you. That's fine. And he understands that, you know, it's not so much just a diet. He understands that me being vegan is a complete lifestyle change and he fully supports it. And even though I understand the idea of interconnectedness and unity consciousness and everyone is you pushed out, um, 
I also understand that we as humans have been gifted free will. And a lot of other spiritual practitioners will say, Oh no, there's no such thing as free will when you're trying to manifest. Okay, there's... Okay, um, no, that's false. (laughs) Um, We all have our own free will and we cannot impose our free will and manipulate the energy so much so to where we are manipulating someone else and coercing them into following what we want them to follow. I don't believe in that. I will never believe in that. (laughs) Um, But... I I choose to still be with my partner even though he doesn't want to adopt a vegan lifestyle because I understand that that's his choice. I understand that even though I have all of these resources, even though I have all of this evidence, even though I have all of this stuff backing up my choice, and even though I could probably even show him the gritty documentaries of, on factory farming... I understand that it is his choice, and if that is something that he is not ready to do, he doesn't have to. Now, let's dive a little bit deeper, specifically into synchronicity, and get off of my vegan soapbox. (laughs) How does synchronicity actually work, and how can it be a powerful source of inspiration for us? Is there more to it than mere chance? So let's discover the mechanics behind synchronicities. Synchronicities work on the subconscious level. They're not always going to work on the conscious level. When we learn about synchronicities, we learn it first in this subconscious state of mind. And when we are seeing synchronicities pop up in our 3D reality, it is because we are aligned with that subconscious energy. So the mechanics of synchronicities is this. When you have, say, a desire, or you, it it pretty much hinges on that desire. I don't even think there's another way that I can even explain that. Synchronicity is connected to interconnectedness with source, interconnectedness with the divine, interconnectedness with the higher powers, whatever you want to call it and an interconnectedness between ourselves and our desires. And when we are really aligned with manifesting that desire into our reality, we will start to see synchronicities align with us as well. Similar people, similar things, maybe things that might seem precognitive, and all of these different you know, things will start to come up for us in our 3D reality that are indicative of these synchronicities, especially if we are manifesting something into our lives and we are asking for signs, we will start to see them. So like I was saying earlier, if you are asking for signs, if you are asking to see repeating numbers, if you are asking to see a specific color, if you are asking to see, um, a specific type of car, or you are asking to see a specific sign that your manifestation is on the way, you have aligned yourself with that subconscious interconnectedness, and you have allowed yourself the openness to receive those synchronicity messages. So how can we tap into the power of synchronicity in our own lives even more than just the examples that I gave you? Stay open-minded and observant is the first tip. 
you always want to stay open-minded and observant and embrace synchronicity when it happens. Keep a synchronicity journal. If you are the kind of person who is already journaling about your manifestations, you can start to write down the synchronicities that you see in a journal. I used to do this a lot because I used to journal my manifestations a lot. I used to script a lot. I used to do all of that stuff. And then I wound up not really aligning with that anymore. I still journal, but now I journal when I feel the inspiration for it more than when I feel like it's quote necessary like I don't feel like for me journaling is something that is quote end quote necessary something that I quote need to do because someone else told me to do it (laughs) um I I do it when I feel the need to do a brain dump or when I'm seeing so many different things but when I was kind of still a fledgling in my spiritual journey so to speak Um, I used to write down a lot of different things and I used to do daily tarot readings on myself. I used to do daily card pull and I would write down what I got in my daily tarot reading and then I would write down the synchronicities that I saw throughout the day and then I would be like, okay, my manifestation's on the way. I was doing that for about a couple of months last year before I wound up manifesting my partner into my life because I knew that I wanted to be in a harmonious and beautiful and healthy relationship and oh boy let me tell you I have never ever been happier like I am so obsessed with my partner I think there is nothing more that I am obsessed with my partner like there is nothing that I am more obsessed with than my partner Aside from maybe my obsession with my favorite band, but that's another topic for another time. (laughs) You know, but I used to keep a synchronicity journal when I was trying to manifest having this love in my life. And when I was um, trying to manifest other things in my life, I used to keep the synchronicity journal. And um, I still have the journal somewhere in in my stash of things, but... um, I no longer do it repetitively because it just doesn't align with me anymore. But if you're wanting to really tap into embracing that synchronicity when it happens for yourself and you feel aligned with keeping a synchronicity journal, that is another way that you can do it. Hang on, I have to take a sip of water. Like for some reason my throat is dry today. Okay, so the third and final tip is to always trust your intuition. And that goes back to keeping that synchronicity journal. If your intuition tells you, hey, I feel aligned with keeping a journal, do it. If your intuition is telling you that you are seeing these synchronicity signs, or your intuition is telling you to ask for signs, do it. Trust your intuition. Really get connected with yourself. And the way that we can connect with our intuition is through meditation and through listening to our body. We've we've gone through all of the the different ways that we can connect to our intuition before in so many episodes before this, but I'm going to give you a little refresher. Meditate, connect with your body, ground yourself in the present moment, and that will help you connect to your intuition. And then you can follow that nudge, you can follow that guide that says, okay, this is what you need to do. And that is a wrap on this intriguing journey into the world of synchronicities. 
We've explored what it is, shared real life examples, I've shared my own personal anecdotes, and we've delved into the concept of unity consciousness and even discussed some of the mechanics behind synchronicities. Remember that synchronicities are all around us, waiting to be noticed and embraced. So keep your eyes open, keep your heart receptive, keep your mind open, and who knows what meaningful coincidences the universe has in store for you. Thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Skellington Grand Podcast. Stay curious, stay connected, and until next time, may synchronicity be your guiding star. If you aligned with this episode, feel free to subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, and share this episode with a friend of yours who you think could use a little bit more insight on synchronicity. This is Alice B. signing off and saying, see you next time.